The He Podcast is presented by Asian Atelier by Alin Anwar. Who is he? He is me. Hi, I'm Rafi Redswan. This is he. Here is my chance to share some amazing stories with some amazing people that are inspiring to me. He celebrates everyday people of everyday life. He revolves around conversations that inspire others to change the world and make a difference in life with a little bit of laughter and a whole lot of drama. Join me for personal stories and experiences on health and healing, successes and failures, recovery and discovery, anything relatable and anything in between. He elevates us to rise again and live our very best life. Just so you know, you are not alone. He is with you. Asian Atelier by Alin Anwar is an artisan at work, here to meticulously design one-of-a-kind bridal attire with Southeast Asian influence and a touch of French couture, well known for its bespoke kabaya and song kit for special occasions. The atelier offers bridal styling with tips and ideas that curate head-to-toe ensemble for the bridal collection that includes Chantik Sakali Kabaya, the Songkit Collection, Lok's Bridal Collection, the Red Carpet and Festive Collection. It also provides wedding planning services and an experiential wedding venue, Vilanis Marang in Terengganu. Asian Atelier is a top 10 wedding planner in Malaysia with 20 years of experience. The founder, Ellen Anwar, is a certified wedding planner and a bridal kabaya designer, passionate about creating experiential weddings and everlasting memories. For more information, visit asianatolia.com or click the link in the description below. I I suddenly become reborn. <laughs> you can become a trainer how to teach people how to dream more. <laughs> because I actually love my dreaming. I actually love the fact that I dream all of this dreaming in old, even if it's nightmare because it's like a movie of my own. Roland Ong supports improving on getting a quality good night's sleep. In this episode, he dives into a set of ultimate guides on getting healthy and quality sleep that explores the critical pillars of symptoms of depression for Malaysians due to lack of sleep. As a sleep strategist, he talks about how healthy sleep helps to prevent chronic illnesses, mental health issues, and improve overall well-being. The definition of a good night's sleep is generic to everyone and involves different stages for each cycle. The focus is to emphasize sleeping better for the health span, not just lifespan. This is his story. Hi, Roland. Hi. Hi, Rafi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good, good to know. Thank you for joining me in this conversation about My sleep. Pleasure. Yes. <laughs> it's an <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and it's an issue for me too, to mm. having uh, difficulty to sleep, uh, especially when my soul is triggered mm. or my, when my soul is disturbed. This is a conversation of an ultimate guide to healthy sleep. And I hope um, uh, you as a sleep strategist uh, will talk about how healthy sleep uh, helps to prevent chronic illnesses and mental health issues while diving into the set of your ultimate guides on getting 
a quality good night's sleep. And I know that you did mention you want to delve into the critical pillars of symptoms of depression for Malaysians mm. due mm. to lack of sleep and focus on sleeping better uh, yeah. for the health span, not yeah. just lifespan. That's right. Yes. And can you describe what is actually healthy sleep? Does it mean sleep in general or what is actually really mean? Mm. Okay. Okay. Great. Great question for a start, Rafi. Uh, mm-hmm. You see, when we talk about sleep, uh, it's just not uh, hitting the bed. We're talking about sleep cycles. Now, okay. One cycle is about one and a half hours. And it's, a com- it's generic for any human being, right? Mm-hmm. So one cycle is one and a half hours. And the minimum that we need to sleep through are five cycles meaning about seven, seven and a half hours of sleep. Huh? We're mm-hmm. not talking about lying on the bed. It does not count. It's just like when you doze off. Now, each cycle has got a few stages, five stages of sleep. Stage one and two, those are called light sleep. Mm-hmm. Stage three and four are deep sleep. Mm-hmm. Stage five is dream sleep. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about quality of sleep, we need to go through five cycles and each cycle is one and a half hours of this stage one, two, three, four, and the fifth stage. Then only it is quality sleep. Okay, so before you go on further, so in that span of quality sleep, you will have each cycle. So if the whole cycle will involve the deep sleep and dream and everything, that's, yes. that's a quality sleep. Yet, you go through all the five stages, that ah. quality sleep for one and a half hours. I see. So just to go back to it, last night, almost nearly every night, I will fall into sleep and then uh-huh. uh, say uh, two hours later, I'll wake up. And yep. then I will fall back to sleep and then I start dreaming. Yeah. And then I wake up from that dream and then I'll fall asleep until like seven. Does that mm. consider as healthy sleep? Um, yeah, it, and it depends. Let, let me give you a structure and then you can yeah. compare your sleep with this structure. Right? Yes. Now, every one and a half hours, we will wake up because generally our body has been lying in the same position for one and a half hours, which is one cycle of sleep. And our muscles may be aching, our joints may be stretched. So we want to move our body in order to change our sleeping position so that it's more comfortable to continue sleeping. Mm-hmm. So for one and a half hours, our body is triggered to move. So some people move their body, turn from the back, they turn to the side, and they continue sleeping. Some, when they move, they get up and go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. Then they come back, and then they continue sleeping. And that is a perfect scenario. So that's mm. an answer to question. So every one and a half hours, we get up, move our body, and then some people move their body and go go to toilet and then come back to the to the bed and then continue sleeping. Mm. So that, so it is normal and natural to wake mm-hmm. up in between the sleep cycles. Okay. Okay, it's normal. I have always normal. thought it's not normal because. Uh, apparently, what I understood is yeah. to have a deep sleep for eight hours without any disturbance. Oh, uh, okay. That, that is, uh, some people understood it that, but no, because no. everyone, uh-uh. whether you like it or not, you will be awakened. 
Yes. No wonder when I was given a sleeping medication, <laughs> I yes. I got sick because it's not normal to sleep straight like that because it was sedative sleep. It's uh, sedative, yeah. Oh, it was sedative. So it was, no. I took for two months and then my body was aching so bad. Because you slept without moving, adjusting uh-uh. your position and your muscles are strained. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's what happened. Mm-mm. Yeah. If what what you mentioned is worthy of uh, you know taking a note of what you just mentioned the word sedative. Mm-hmm. Sleeping pills are sedatives. They are yes. not helping us sleep. They knock us out. We become unconscious. Oh yes, yes. So because we are unconscious, we did not sleep. Sleep means uh, there's a lot of process which we may cover afterwards. It's cleansing of the brain, for example. Right. So when when we are knocked out or unconscious, knocked unconscious by the sedatives, uh-huh. we did not sleep. Yes. When we when we did not sleep, when we don't sleep, our brains don't go through the cleansing process. I see. And I do know people who take sleeping pills or even psychologically they've been prescribed. I'm not running down on this medicine. They, it does uh-huh. serve a purpose. Yeah. The the thing is that they're because of the continued not no quality sleep, they get up every day. They are more moody. They are drowsy. Yes. And they are very short tempered. Yes. Yes. Those are symptoms of lack of sleep. Yes, I kind of noticed that I I I thought I fall asleep, <laughs> but I didn't because I remember yeah. I get moodier. Yes, yes. Because of lack of sleep, Uh our mood regulation, our emotional regulation goes out the window. Yes, yes. Because our body stressed out. Now, this is dream... Okay, some dreams can be exhausting because you're chasing something and whatnot. Um, I dream a lot. I dream a lot every night. I will dream something. I will travel. I will... There's this, this, I would really want to ask you that this out of body experience, like yeah. astral projection yeah. sort of dream, you see, I felt like it was real out of my yeah. body. And then um, when I wake up, I feel a bit more energetic if it's good. Mm. But is dreaming okay when you sleep? Because I, yes. to myself, I would think that if I dream when I sleep, it means that I'm not sleeping properly. My, my mm-hmm. brain is working. So what mm. does it mean actually when okay. you dream? Okay, dreaming is part of quality sleep. Oh. Now, um, we'd like to go back to the sleep cycle. Okay. Stage one, two, three, four, and five. Yeah. Stage one and two is about 15 minutes. Okay. Stage three and four, which is deep sleep, is about 60 minutes, one hour. The last one, stage five, is dream sleep, where we Mm -hmm. dream. 15 Mm -hmm. minutes. Now, for the first to the third cycle, the dream sleep of 15 minutes is almost the same. Okay. But when we reach cycle number four and number five, dream sleep enlarges. The, it takes up more time. Yeah. So we dream a lot more just before we wake up. Yes, yes. Like that now. Yes, <laughs> yes. To, to know that I actually have a quality sleep. Yes. After so, so no long. <laughs> After so long. Yes, 
I I saw some of your posts talking about it, but I couldn't be convinced until I I actually speak to you. Sleep is important. Like uh, yeah, like I said, cycle number four and five, which is about time to get up. We dream uh-huh. more. We dream more. Maybe the dreaming part can be like forty five minutes, you know, or yes. thirty minutes, forty five minutes instead of just fifteen initially. Yes. And then sometimes um when we get up and uh, you know after one and a half hours. Uh, maybe like uh, the fourth cycle, you go to the toilet, you come back, then you sleep, then you can continue with the with the dream, correct? <laughs> correct. Yes. Uh, <laughs> because Sometimes I we, are still, <laughs> we are still very heavy into the stage five, which is a dream state. Uh. Okay, so that's that's one thing about dream. So we have established the fact dreaming is great because it completes the sleep cycles and for quality sleep. Okay. Now, if I had a traumatic experience, mm-hmm. and I dream about this state, this mm-hmm. this uh, traumatic experience, I dream about it. It is good. Mm. Why? Because when I dream about a dog chasing me and beat me on my uh, on my leg, I dream about it over and over again. That is great because. I don't, although I remember vividly the, the visuals, every time I dream about this traumatic experience, it removes away the emotions of it. Mm. I so, think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right you because think? you process that whole trauma, like you relieve yes. it again so you can move yes. past it, right? Right. Yeah, we move past it. So, yeah. welcome. If I had a trauma, I welcome the dream. Yes. Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. And and also, Roland, I encounter a lot of uh, crying in my sleep when I dream. I mm. wake up. <laughs> ah, okay. okay. A lot. A lot. Why uh, is that? I think because of the anxious, the anxiety. The, the stressful, the chronic stress, right? The prolonged stress condition that we have been in. And it, it, it also maybe uh, grew to anxieties mm-hmm. and even grew uh, to depression. And we're constantly yeah, yeah. in the state of stress. So when yes. we, because when we dream, That's why. all the whole brain experience uh, come to life. <laughs> And my experience, mm. when I dream of something and I reflect back on my dream, mm-hmm. it's because of the, the throughout the few days before the sleep or in, in fact the same day, I had this traumatic experience. Right. So I, I may have, uh, I may end up as a bad dream. And I tell myself when I'm dreaming about it, when I'm dreaming about this uh, um, uh, dream, this traumatic experience, I, I told myself, dream about it is good so it's okay yes. i find myself unconsciously telling myself it's okay yes remember when we dream we remove the emotion so it's okay so i don't get up panicking yes so we need to tell ourselves and recondition our mind um, to say dreaming about my traumatic experience is great because i can remember but i don't feel it right and you hear people say, right, oh, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to uh-uh. dream about it. What, you crazy? You want me to dream about it? I want mm-hmm. to forget it. 
Mm-hmm. But the thing is, psychologically, we cannot forget a memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can feel less of it by sleeping better. Yes, you're absolutely right. Now I have a whole new perspective, positive perspective, <laughs> on yes. my quality sleep because I always have a negative feeling about it. But now you just changed my life in that sense. I mean, I've never thought that you would even speak to me that way. I'm so glad. Uh, yes, yes. This is a stigma, just like mental health, that oh. we need to help people break so that they can sleep better, they enjoy mm. better family life, better enjoy professional life. Yes, indeed. Now, it's interesting to go back to your earlier days. And um, mm. what has led you to be on this journey? Um, mm. Perhaps you can share your personal experience into this story yeah. in, in, towards becoming a sleep strategist and helping yeah. people to sleep better. Um, well, um, since primary school, secondary school, and then the college, uh, I've been into personal development. Yeah. People buy cartoon books, I will buy management books, although I don't understand most of it. But I like mm-hmm. the chart, I like the model. So I yeah. found, I now reflecting back, I, I put your question, yeah, I was in a way in a, a very unique in that sense, but I don't, yeah. I don't ridicule myself and say that I'm just different, you know, I, I look at mm-hmm. things differently. Then personal development is actually my 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 passion. Put it this way, yes. right? Yeah. Now, um, and then fast forward to uh, after I came out to do training in year two thousand. Uh, then a few years after that, my dad and my sisters died of cancer. Mm. Uh, twenty five mm. days apart, my dad passed away first. Twenty five days later, my sister passed away. Sister passed away of cancer. I'm so sorry. So both. Thanks, thanks. Um, yeah, I love them dearly. So anyway, wow. both of them died in the same wow. time. And then okay. I, I then tuned to thinking, what can I do? That means health is important. You talk about leadership, but if you don't talk about wellness, you are leaving out a very crucial part. When a person is not healthy, they are moody. So that's why they scold people at work. The yes. leaders, I'm talking about the leaders, right? So. Yeah. What comes first, the, the mental health, the emotional health, and physical health? On top of that, give them technical skills in leading better, right? Coaching, collaboration, communication. So both must come together. Well, personal wellness is the core. Then the skill you put on top of the core, the outer layer of the core skills. And mm-hmm. then you get a holistically effective leader. Yes. Or a parent or a student. Or a team member. Yeah. Or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, right? The relationship will flourish because they are able to take care of themselves. True. So now because of that, and then I I, I talk about wellness, then I look into mental health first and foremost. That's how I came up with my clubhouse, the mental health strategy clubhouse. And that's where I met Karishma. <laughs> mm. Right? And I we mm. met Joe Rampagos, the founder. Of the American uh, CYA change your algorithm, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, we he came into my clubhouse and then we chatted and I say, hey, you are with CYA USA. Why why don't I represent you here? And he said, mm. okay, no, sorry. Then we've been running it for more than two years already. Here, free mm-hmm. health classes. Now, then then with mental health, like it or not, mental health is closely linked to sleep. 
because when we sleep well, our brain is healthy, which is the hardware. When the brain is healthy, the hardware is great. Then only the mind, the software can work. Right. So right. then I then I research into into sleep, and it was it is it has been even up to now after years. I'm still fascinated by new findings of sleep. Okay, give you a quick glimpse into it. Huh? Yeah. When we sleep, when we sleep well, our brains are cleansed. There's a fluid that flows through our brain to cleanse it of all those toxins. Overnight, when we think whole day, 24, let's say 16 hours, we use our brain. It's just like how when you drive, you have an exhaust coming out, which is the waste. Yes. So the exhaust, inverted comma, in our brain are those proteins. One of the greatest one, the most dangerous one, is called beta amyloid protein, which mm -hmm. stick together, become a plaque. The mm -hmm. plaque sticks onto our brain cells and kills our brain cells. Right. Wow. And, and, and when the groups of brain cells in our speech area is killed, is, has died, we, mm -hmm. forgot, we forgot words. Mm. If, if the cells, the brain cells in the part of our brain that, that recognizes direction, how to drive home, if that part of the brain died, we, we go out, but we don't know how to go back. Yes. And this is called Alzheimer's. So Alzheimer's begins at the age about 35 to 40 years old because the beta amyloid proteins starts accumulating at that time. And, I see. And it's compounded, the accumulation is compounded by lack of quality sleep. I see. Yeah. Wow. And, and just to give a greater impact to, for our listeners to pay, to sit up and pay attention. You see, yeah. when we go into quality sleep, our brain shrinks to 60% of its natural size. From 100%, when we go, have, go into quality sleep, it shrinks down to about 60% in, to allow the fluid, the cleansing fluid to come in and go through the brain to take away these to toxins. Mm. So let that sink in. That's how delicate our brain is. And, we, mm. and this can happen only when we sleep well. That's why when people don't sleep well, the brains are not cleansed. They get up, they like what hangover. Yes. Their minds is very cluttered. Yes. Their yes. minds yes. are very foggy. And they tend to sleep during the day. Yes. And then they tend to sleep. And then when they sleep, they, there, is, there is this thing called power nap or strategic nap, which I will share with you. There is uh -huh. a certain protocol to it. You uh -huh. pass the protocol that you will hurt your sleep, falling asleep at night. And this yes. vicious yeah. cycle carry on like this. And yes. I, I, my heart, my heart aches when I when I think of the people, many many people who doesn't know this, uh -huh. are just plodding on and trying to cope with with uh, children, with family, with work, with pressures, clients, not knowing that because of lack of sleep, it makes it tougher for them. Yeah, yeah. What is the what is the significant? Uh reason for people not being able to sleep like i know it's stress and maybe yeah. depression but what is it really about is it telephone 
social media uh, <laughs> I, i think in my in my journey like from my journey yeah is i didn't know better mm-hmm. for me yeah. sleeping uh 7 9 hours means lazy for me as a professional mm-hmm. i sleep 4 hours and i get up and i go to work means i'm hard working now mm-hmm. that i learned the impact of lack of sleep the all the benefits of quality sleep i my mind turn 180 degrees those of us who sleep well mm. are the ones who will be effective as leaders yeah one of the uh, one of the some of the main, main important points is this uh, let, let me share this this research with you okay and i also see in my own life and other people that i'm training the leaders i'm training when yeah. we don't sleep well as leaders we get up moody we alienate people by saying don't talk to me i'm not a morning person have you get that did you get that oh, before a lot <laughs> a lot, a lot <laughs> when, when i used to work yes a yeah. lot please yeah. don't talk to me and when people when the leader comes in to work their face is like the whole kampung the whole village uh, offended uh-huh. him or her yeah yes correct correct, <laughs> <laughs> correct. okay imagine this the leader come in moody everyone knows all oh, tension I even look at him and say, "Oh, bad mood." Look at her. Oh, very bad mood. He came. They come in. They slam the door. They sit inside for half an hour, one hour. Now, research has shown that uh, this type of behavior alienates the follower who looks at the leader behaving this way. The the followers' productivity for the day, commitment for the day, gone down by forty percent. Mm. I just imagine that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is the first, the first barrel. The second barrel, this double whammy here. That's the first whammy. The second whammy is this time. Yeah. Then the because of this this uh, attitude that the team member has already adopted, the mm-hmm. team member one will alienate himself or herself with team member number two. Yeah. So, it's double whammy. First, the leader influenced the team members. To not be so productive or very stressed out because they are stressed out, they can't be productive. They can't focus. Yes. And because of that, the second part of it is now the among the team members they can't cooperate with each other well because all of them are stressed out. Yeah. So can you imagine the level of productivity for the day for this team? Mm-hmm. Minimum also down by forty percent, or fifty percent, or even more. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when we talk about sleep, right? I think that's the first recommendation I will recommend to the owner of the business. Assess everyone whether they're sleeping enough. Teach them how to sleep. Put into their KPI sleep how mm. many hours important. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> so you get the point, right? I, I get the point. Yeah. I I like to use language that is strong and in a in a gentle way, but firm, yeah. and yes. and a bit bombastic in order to get the message through. Sleep yes. to be a great leader to boost company productivity and profit. Yes, that I agree. I. Totally agree. <laughs> Now, does uh, anything to do with substances like um, yeah. a glass of wine before you before uh-huh. you go to sleep? Will that uh, help 
with better sleep? Uh, no, it doesn't. No. It no. doesn't, yeah? Okay. No, Al- alcohol is equivalent to a sleeping pill. It knocks you out. It doesn't make you sleep. Okay. Okay, I think I needed to know that because a lot of people I know um, would say that it's healthy for them, it's healthy for the heart, it helps them with sleep. But I think I know that it it's it's just like sedative. It yes. knocks you out. And then you think you, you have a good sleep, you will wake up feeling groggy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, we know, just so, to help people who think this way, the quality sleep and no quality sleep, the main difference is this. When you get up with quality sleep of seven hours or up to nine hours, you yeah. jump off the bed. You get excited what you're going to tackle for the day. You mm-hmm. are, your creative ideas keep flowing until it overflows your brain. Yes. yes. you're so cheerful, you nearly whistle uh, walking to your car and when you're jet, yes. in the jam, it's okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, another thing is I want to tell here <laughs> is that when I go to sleep, well, there are days I would tell myself, like, I cannot wait for the dreams to come. <laughs> like, what would my dream be next? Yeah. So that the, in the morning, I would wake up and be like, oh, that's the dream I had. So last yeah. night, I had a dream. I went back to uh, my home in America. Yeah. I went to see some friends. And then it was so vivid, you know, it was so clear. Uh, but, and then I woke up like, yeah, I felt like I was there. I went yes. to Australia <laughs> on holiday. I don't know why, but maybe because my soul wanted to do that for so long, but I'm stuck yes. here because of work yes. and stuff like that, yes. you know? Yes. Um, but you know what I mean? So I kind yes. of look forward to that, but at the same time, I also, well, sometimes or not, so looking forward to the nightmares. Nightmares yeah. of being, you know, the traumas and that happen yeah. to your life and you just bring it back to life. So basically, yeah. but I still look forward to it. And some days I don't dream at all. Hmm. Some days I would not dream. Some yeah, days. So, ah. Yeah, uh, that is perfectly normal. Now, okay. when, when we, whether we dream or we don't dream, always when we get up in the morning, do, uh, do a sensing, you know, do some mindfulness awareness exercise. Yeah. Uh, how do I feel when I get up this morning? I felt, yes. wow, I felt happy. Yeah. It means, ah, immediately you must think I slept well. Yes. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. 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 And, and, and there are certain days we sleep less, maybe like six hours and a half. Sometimes yeah. some days with seven and a half hours. But more or less 30 minutes plus minus is fine. It's okay. Right? Okay. It's not, not, not bad damage. Now, again, okay. and then also for the aging people, aging folks listening in, the yeah. older we get, our brain get older as well. It's an organ, right? So your right. brain get older. So for older folks, we get up more often in between sleep. Right. Uh, and our sleep, we may end up sleeping earlier and getting up earlier. Uh, these are natural. I just want to put it out there for those mm-hmm. people who are concerned, why am I getting up so many times? You know, It's normal because as we age, our brain age and yeah. brain is where sleep occurs right sleep yes. starts yes i think my most disturbed um sleeping is when i'm in love <laughs> <laughs> you, i better interview you for one hour find out why <laughs> when i'm in love i'm in love with uh, this person i cannot yes. think i cannot stop thinking about it where <laughs> this person is where <laughs> 
I check my phone every hour. When I wake up, I check. Okay, no message. Oh shit! And then again, I'm I'm restless because yeah. I think the worst to feel uh, is yeah. to be in love. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you brought a very important point, ah, uh, brother. I need to yeah. tackle this point. You see, ah, uh, yeah. when we sleep well, our logical brain, which is our prefrontal cortex, yeah, is. Connected in a deeper, in a better way, with our emotional brain, which is the amygdala. Yes. Let me repeat that in a in a simple term. So okay. when we sleep, when we sleep, when we have quality sleep, mm-hmm. our emotional brain is better connected to our logical brain. So we are more resilient towards triggers of stress. Yeah. Okay. Borrowing from your example, lah. Mm-hmm. What? Why he didn't text me? Why she didn't text me? Why she uh-uh. didn't call me? Oh, yeah. she loved me or not? She loved me or not? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, these are these are the emotional hijack. Our emotional brain talking, and yeah. we gave in to this emotional hijack. Now, if we have slept well, if we have slept well, we we may, when we have this type of uh, thinking. Mm-hmm. In fact, when we sleep sleep well. This type of thinking is less, but but let's say we still have this type of curiosity if if she actually interested or not. Ah, uh, yeah. This when this thought comes, right, the logical mind will immediately arrest the situation and say, "Don't be crazy. She didn't tell you anything. Does she call? Does she need to call you every hour? Does she yeah. need to text you every hour? It's not logical, right? Ah, uh, yeah. we self talk this way. Yeah. Because we slept well, we are able to logic. Apply logic to our emotion, yes. Rather than give in to the emotion, yeah, yeah. Correct. Ah, uh, now Correct. you see the point, right? So sleep impacts us that way positively. We can control our emotion, mm-hmm. and the logic we can logic it out. The process is very logic. Yes, yes. So we don't panic. We don't feel down because when mm-hmm. we feel stress, the high emotional hijacking is more prevalent. Yeah. It takes a lot of strength to be able to do that too. I think, and it, it's yeah. a matter of practice. Uh, I think after a while, you mm. tell yourself in that way, you will eventually become better. Um, yes. But of course, the first few weeks was difficult, as you yes. process that feelings of being in love, or even angry or anxious about something, yes. or yeah. applying a job, or if this person is going to respond to you, or for example, getting a guest. If I send an invitation, if the guest hasn't been responding. Yeah, I would feel the same way. Like I need, yes. yeah, I need that some sort of a form of response at least to know that this person say yes or no. But so yeah. in the same manner as being in love, so it takes process to understand that whole yeah. journey of of yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, because each 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 of us have different behavior. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Different behavior, and yeah. honestly, is count. It may be counterintuitive. For example. I tell mm. people when you are more stressed, you need to sleep more. Mm. Hey, I stress, right? How do I sleep more? Yeah, <laughs> you true. Know? Yeah. But then, ah, uh, when you are coughing, you take cough medicine. Uh-huh. When you got headache, you take Panadol. When mm-hmm. you are stressed, I just sleep more. Mm-hmm. You see the logic or not? Yeah, I see it. Yes, I see. Yeah, and a person yeah. that can is stressed and they can sleep, they can cope with that stress. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Because we know stress level is stress to a certain level is good. 
Yes. Each person has got this stress band, you know, the lower stress limit, the higher stress limit. Mm -mm. The, mm -mm. We have to go through stress every day in order for us to function, right? Yeah. Now, now I'll give you a quick example of my own experience. I, I wear an eye watch and I look at my, I start my um, heart rate measurement, yeah? Mm -hmm. I get into I walk into I, I get up from bed my heart rate is about 60 plus 7 60 plus huh? then yeah. I get up go and brush my teeth and get into my car it's about 70 70 plus mm -hmm. then when I drive along the road this car come that car come it's about 80 you see mm. so this heart rate means uh, our body is slightly stressed out slowly because we we activate our body now yeah. the mindset that I change is Stress is good for me because without stress, I cannot get up from bed. Mm -hmm. Because just before six, like back about six, five something six, our cortisol level increase. Yeah. To arouse us to wake up. Mm. Cortisol is a stress hormone. Kalau mm. tak ada cortisol, tak boleh bangun, cannot get up. Mm. Mm. Meaning, boleh mati lah. Yes, you are just yes. like paralyzed if you don't have cortisol, adrenaline flowing to activate your muscle, mm. to bring out to move and then, okay, time to get up, you know, there's a key yeah. to get up. Yeah. So, when people say stress is bad, then I, I beg to differ, you must see what start of stress, right? Mm -mm. Now, mm -mm. now that, remember, just now I said there's a bottom limit, there's a higher limit of stress, there's this bandwidth of stress, yeah. right? Yeah. So when, when I go through a traffic, wow, this guy cut me in a dangerous way. My I went I go to the highest limit. But after the event, normally my stress level should come down within that safety range. Yes. Now when people have that 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 traffic, that guy cut me irresponsibly, that is causing that has caused me acute stress, meaning yes. just for one one time. One time. Yeah. Yeah. Then after that, everything okay. Then I'm coming back to normal, you know. But if I continuously subject myself to a situation that I'm stressed twenty four seven, right? I decide to take this job. This job high high stress job. Uh, I need the money, so I go. For example, I, I do understand. I'm just giving an example. I do understand money is important, but there is a trade off, lah. Huh? Now this mm. example, this job is highly stressed. 24-7 on call, 24-7 is stress, right? Everyone's calling you, like a project manager, for example. Yeah. Now, we have decided to take the job. We put ourselves in this situation where we go through chronic stress. Chronic stress means high and even higher than our personal limit of stress threshold. And it's 24-7 non-stop. Then become chronic stress. When chronic stress comes, then the next step is burnout. Then the next step is anxiety. Then the next step is depression. Mm. So if you reach the, the depression, means it's bad. Yes, when you when you when we go into depression, means that's a final stage where suicidal ideation. Oh comes. yes, yes, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. Uh, to yeah. Our correct. Correct. Yeah. I've been there too. I've been yeah. there too. Yeah, I've okay. been there too, you know, where okay. I stood at a window and I'm just thinking, what's the point? You know, what's the yeah. point? Yeah. Going on? Right? Yeah. My yeah. Yes, yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So the thing is, just, just to help people who are following this podcast. So when we are at chronic stress, 
one of the best thing in my experience as well as my clients' experience I I have talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody. Hey, please, guys. Hey, brother. I really mm. losing it. I can't sleep. I just feel like you know, ending everything. No point. Mm-mm. When we feel like this, please talk to somebody. Yes. I give you, I give you an experience, uh, a story. Huh? This uh-huh. is a real story, but I can't yeah. name the person's name. He's, he's a, about 20-ish guy. Mm-hmm. Um, because of certain traumatic experience, he was standing on the on the edge of his balcony and he, he, he wanted to jump off already. Mm-hmm. He wanted to jump off. Huh? Mm-hmm. And then at that moment there, yeah, one WhatsApp message came from uh, his his brother. Lah. Mm-hmm. I bought you lunch. I'm coming over now. And with that message, right, he stepped off the balcony. That WhatsApp mm-hmm. message saved his life. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I'm, I know this is not exactly what how I mentioned, like you talk to somebody. So what I'm saying is that the distraction is very important at that point when someone wants to take them, right? If they call somebody, there is a chance that they won't go through with it. Yeah. What What do you, from your experience, does it make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Like, I think for me, in my experience, I mean, uh, from committing suicide was a lot of them are drug overdose. Yeah. Um, I survived those drug overdose. And basically, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, if I didn't survive, I could have probably been dead by now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it happened at the time, uh, I think what saved me was ER. <laughs> mm. uh, ER, the, the, the need to go to ER and mm. reverse the whole condition. Um, condition, yes. Yeah, that's why yeah. I really admire you when I read your personal story and what you're yeah. doing right now to help people. Really, you keep up the good work. Huh? Yes, anytime you. you can call me and I support you. Thank you, thank you. Now, I'm also curious in the work that you do as a sleep strategist. What is the process? How does a client get into this uh, therapy or treatment with you? Would mm. you mind to describe the whole? Uh, system basically from yeah. basically A to Z. Yeah. So what what we do is that we do uh, we have a conversation. There are two parts of it. One is conversation, and then it's a form of diagnostic. And then the second part will be the sleep strategies. Uh, we will introduce the sleep strategies, what it is, why it's important, mm-hmm. and then how to do it. And then uh, okay, then the, the third part will be a tracking. We track uh, every night, have you applied? And then when you applied, did you sleep better? Now, part one means we, we look at the situation there. In, for example, a, a recent example, a client walked in, he says he's so stressed out. Mm-hmm. So we don't tackle, we don't talk to him, oh, you must sleep like this, your light must be off. All those doesn't make sense to him because the root cause of the unable to sleep is not solved mm-hmm. or rather not identified. So what we do, the first part is, we sit down and try to identify the root cause of the stress. Yes. And then we, we need to change their mindset to say it is possible to improve. So what outcome do you want? Mm-hmm. I want to I want to just relax and I, when I need to. All right. So if you can relax when you need to, uh, what will happen to you? What's the benefit for you? And then I feel happy. These are simple examples. Huh? Yeah. Then, okay, 
Right. So we, we know the root cause of the problem now, your symptom and your root cause of the problem. And then we know what you want to achieve and what motivation for you to achieve it. Let's talk about the resource part. I mean, the action plan that you can do to yeah. get you from the, from the symptoms to the outcome you want. Mm -hmm. So then the resource itself, uh, they will say, okay, I need to tell my boss I can't take on this big project. Maybe it has scaled it down to half. Then I mm -hmm. don't have to spend so much time. Right. So that is the work part that is troubling them that they have to scale back. And then we add on the sleep strategies onto that action plan. Yes. Nicely just complete the couple it and complete it. So they're holistic, you know. So not only mm -hmm. professionally, they have to do something to adjust their workload. Mm -hmm. Personally, they need to adopt these sleep habits, create these sleep habits to help them sleep. Mm -hmm. Are you able to diagnose or do you have to go to a, a professional like a physician to diagnose um, and then refer them to you? Um, our work, the, the level of our work is that we deal with customer uh, or the client directly as a first line of defense. Okay. Uh, when they have a chronic and really serious condition, then we say that, okay, we will refer you to uh, a qualified psychiatrist or psychologist. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we, we must know uh, the boundaries, the limits of what we can right. do for the client. If yes. they are too serious, then we need to refer to it. That's why we are, we are backed up and linked to psychologists and psychiatrists. Okay. Gotcha. About our work. Right. Okay. Um, and now we did talk about the importance of quality sleep, you know, yeah. that help yeah. to reduce stress, anxiety, depression, and even give us mental clarity to improve overall well-being yes. and prevent chronic illnesses. I like to share here that when I don't have enough sleep, I can feel that my heart palpitation is yes. stronger. <laughs> so I think that can lead to something else. Yes, and then my yes. body feels weaker and then that can lead to chronic illnesses and it makes yes. me feel moody and eventually become depressed, yes. right? Yes. Now, yes. Yes. Um, what are the symptoms that you lack of sleep other than being moody and tired? What are the key to lack of sleeping? Like we don't realize we, we lack of sleep. We think we have quality of sleep. We think we wake up at seven, ah, go Monday and then feel okay. But then... Mm -hmm. What is actually lack of sleeping mean in this right. journey? Right. Um, these are the, the, the ones that we talked about. We can feel it and we, we are showing it out. So third party also can see it. Right? Outside, yeah. the others can see it. But yes. now what, what happens inside is like our, our blood pressure is constantly up. So you can find that when we don't sleep well tonight, tomorrow morning, if you do the the pumping, you know, the, to check your blood pressure, it seems to be higher because right. our hearts throughout the night did not rest. So it, it, it wasn't rested. So it keep on pumping high. Then the following day, your blood pressure seemed to be higher than usual. Right. So that's one unseen uh, below the you know, iceberg, like below the surface. Mm -hmm. The second one is cancer. Mm. So when we, when we don't sleep well, it causes, it, it disturbs the cancerous cells that's already in our body. Each and every one of us have a certain amount of cancerous cells. Mm. It just has not manifested and 
come together to grow into a tumor. Right. Now, when we don't have enough sleep, our body generally uh, is inflamed. Inflammation is the right condition for uh, infection to occur, including cancer cells to thrive. Mm. So the, mm. that uh, so uh, even uh, in terms of cancer, even those uh, who work on shift work, mm. WHO the re the medical research arm of WHO, few years ago has declared that shift work is carcinogenic. In mm. other words, those who work in shift because of the disruption to their circadian rhythm, which is the daily flow of sleep-wake, sleep-wake, because of the disruption constantly, because they're shift workers, yeah. it, it incurs cancer in these workers. Wow. The risk of cancer is higher. So shift work is carcinogenic, according to WHO, their medical research arm. Right. And the reason I ask this is because I remember there was a time when I was critically depressed, you know, mm. and I couldn't sleep a lot and I was yeah. uh, on substance use. So one time I went to do my regular checkup. Uh, mm. the, uh, I did the blood pressure. It was so low and they had to do it like 10 times. Mm. Like, why is it so low? This is not normal. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't know. I didn't tell exactly what happened, but... Mm. Um, it was low. It was very low. Like, did you... Are you okay? Why are you even alive? Hypo. Hypo. That means oh. you're really, really low. Um, oh. It was low, I remember. It could be the medication, probably. Could be the medication? Could be the medication that you are taking. Um, yeah. But you were okay after that when you checked. You died. I was okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then I went to see the doctor and then go home. Mm. And then I finally get rested because i think sometimes i just need i just need that sort of assurance for people to yeah. say i'm okay you're okay you know yeah, yeah. despite what you're going through I and mean, no one is uh perfect i just yeah. need that you know validation although we try not to live with validation but mm -hmm. to know someone who understand what you're going through and validate your feelings mm -hmm. is one of the key things to me to get mm -hmm. better like you yeah. said, those those the guy that didn't decide to jump, the yeah, disruption, uh, disruption to the to the save them. Ah, uh, save them, save them exactly. So that saved me from even uh, deciding to do whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and on top okay. of that, uh, in terms of diabetes, if let's say we get less than seven hours of sleep uh, regularly. Uh, and uh -huh. those who already have type 1 diabetes will make it harder to manage. Oh. Yeah, type 1, as you know, is genetic. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Type 2 means you acquired it because throughout our life, we eat so much sweet things with our blood. We have become uh, insulin resistant. That means insulin cannot bring down the blood sugar level of our blood. That's type right. 2. Type two. Right. Now, not enough sleep. Uh, we you, Let's say tonight, I don't have enough sleep. Then tomorrow I go and test uh, my blood for diabetes. Yeah. Uh, they most most likely they will test it as pre type two diabetes condition. Yes. Because uh, I didn't sleep well, so it didn't metabolize. I didn't uh -uh. metabolize now. Now um, and also it depends on our diet. 
uh, at night, according to this uh, Dr. Sachi Panda, his research, uh, he's the expert in circadian rhythm. Right. When we, nighttime, when we sleep, we burn fats. Daytime, we burn sugar. Mm-hmm. But if we take a diet that is very heavy, dinner that is very heavy in sugar, mm-hmm. and it cannot be di- metabolized throughout the night when we sleep. When we get up mm-hmm. in the morning, go and test our blood, we have pre-type 2 diabetes condition in mm-hmm. terms of our blood. So mm-hmm. also sleep helps to manage that. And also how we eat also helps to manage the diabetic condition. So back to the sleep part. So yeah, not enough sleep. Uh, it makes our system, our body system, hard to regulate our diabetic conditions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so uh, it's really a lot. Uh, and uh, I would advise, if I may, now at this juncture, mm-hmm. whatever they've gotten, let's say taken down, don't worry about doing everything at one go. Yes. Uh, our clients are guided to take one strategy at a time you do one strategy one then the next day you do strategy one and two the next day you do strategy one two and three mm-hmm. and you go on that way until you create a habit that is, can stick that you can stick to it and every day you do the same it becomes mm-hmm. a habit then only you can see your sleep uh, improve okay wow i think that's a wonderful advice to anyone who experiences issues with sleeping I think you have also shared with me, you know, the barriers that people are struggling with and then how can we harness self-awareness in this journey and how you personally and professionally conceptualize a healthier sleeping routine authentic to your version. Now, before we end the conversation, uh, Roland Ong, what are your hopes and dreams for yourself, for the people around you and the world? Mm. I hope that everyone, kids, adolescents, grown-ups, aging population, know how to sleep better. I hope that the education department introduce this subject into primary school, secondary colleges and university. I also hope and, and, and really advocate that the medical profession share more with their patients sleep better, mm. how to sleep better. And uh, for uh, in terms of the uh, companies, you know, organization, please allocate a sleep lab or a, sl- a nap a room for workers to nap at least 15 minutes during their lunch break. That will boost their alertness and fo- ability to focus on the work after their mm-hmm. nap. Yeah. And, and I want to quickly touch on this nap. Just one minute, Ravi, if it's okay. Yes, yes. When, when we call power nap, number one, power nap should not be more than 15 minutes. Yeah. So it's between 5 to 15 minutes and you must wake up within this timing because mm-hmm. then when you get up, you're more alert, more focused instead of more drowsy. We are drowsy and groggy because we sleep more than 15 minutes. We have already gone into stage 3 and 4 of this sleep. Yeah. So, stage 1 and 2, 15 minutes, that's where we can get up, refresh instead of drowsy. So, mm-hmm. nap should be 5 minutes to 15 minutes and it should be taken before 3 o'clock so that um, when we take, if we take it, some people take it after 3, 
it disrupts them falling asleep later on at night. Yes. So morning one morning if you got tea break instead of drinking and eating which is uh, not healthy eat too much drink too much caffeine mm-hmm. take a nap and then lunchtime take another nap mm-hmm. your performance improve you are happier because your KPIs are there are done are met yeah. and then yeah. afternoon make sure you don't nap because you want yourself to be sleepy until nine ten when you fall asleep you fall asleep. Yeah. so. Yeah, so those, that's my aspiration, Rafi, that everybody yeah. sleeps better and everyone is a holistic approach. Everyone, every organization, including government, needs yes. to work together to mm-hmm. make sure that our population um, uh, sleep better, less men, uh, can manage our mental uh, health, emotional health, physical health much, much better. Less burden yeah. on our medical facilities. Yes, and I think uh, people need to also not feel guilty about taking that 15-minute nap. No. <laughs> don't feel no. guilty. Yeah, don't yeah, feel I guilty. Know, in, in, <laughs> in Japan, right, there is a culture where you're tired, you just put, lay your head down on your desk and yeah. nobody will disturb you. Yes. And if you if they say something, you demand for it because it's good for your mental health. Yes. It's just 15 yes. minutes, not yes. an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So... But down here they say, "Oh, how can?" Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so exactly. That's that's yeah. That that needs to change. That mentality needs to change. Yeah. For better well-being. Ah, uh, let's put it this way. According to mm. Dr. Matthew Walker, which is a sleep expert, he yeah. said that Google has a shh room, S H H R shh room, meaning uh-huh. is for their workers to take naps. Yes. Yeah. Primary schools in Finland, they have a mm-hmm. nap for their kids to take a nap, then continue studying later. Yeah. Wow. Obviously, yeah. it it is important. Yes. Obviously. So I hope we can advance as a society and community to that level. Yes, I hope so too. Wow, thank you, <laughs> Roland Ong, for sharing your stories with me, for sharing yes. such a wonderful insight to me. It's enlightening, enlightening for me to know all this, and I hope people find inspiration in this conversation. You are an inspiration to me. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks, thanks for this opportunity. Um, really, Rafi, you are doing a great job. Keep up the good work. Support the He Podcast via a one-time donation, a monthly subscription from as low as $1, a lifetime membership, and purchase He's exclusive collection of merchandise and for all other business inquiries at buymeacoffee.com slash Rafi. Thank you for listening to He. A new episode is available every Thursday and don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at RafiRidzwan and at He Podcast for all the updates and behind the scenes. Once again, thank you for listening to He with Rafi Ridzwan.